Chris Claggett in for Jazz taking a trip down memory lane now for a change of pace. Remember Firefest? Yeah, F-Y-R-E, Firefest. That was that debacle in 2017. It was advertised as an ultra-luxurious cultural experience of the decade. Instead, customers paid between about $1,200 and $100,000 U.S. for disaster relief tents, cheese sandwiches, all this on a Bohemian island. The event was actually terrible, did not happen as planned or promised, and so bad was it that one of the organizers is or went off to federal prison for wire fraud. Okay, that was Firefest. But now comes word of Firefest 2 underway. Let's bring in Eric Helper, publicist and music commentator at thatericalper.com. First, I'll start by saying, Eric, you have nothing to do with this one, right? I wish I dreamt this up. Um, and not only, look, all I want to do in this segment is just laugh. Um, because, yeah, Billy McFarland, the organizer, he's back. He had this dream while he was in prison and wrote a 50-page marketing plan, I'm sure, with giant Sharpie markers. And welcome to Firefest 2, where tickets are already on sale at the low price of $499, and they go up to a whopping $7,999. I so want to go to this and just film this stuff for views yeah. on my socials. <laughs> You know what, Eric? It's cheaper uh, this time around. There's some good news. <laughs> it is cheap. Well, you know, he's finally thinking about the, the customer. Um, but what was interesting about all of this, at least with the original one, was that um, you know Billy McFarland wasn't convicted of wire fraud because he fleeced all those people that spent money. Um, he essentially got fleeced because he took money from very wealthy investors who didn't like that very much. So it's interesting that, you know, back back around, he hasn't announced any locations or where uh, or who the artists are going to be. Um, look, if he pulls it off, he'll be a legend. If he doesn't, well, he'll just go right back into jail again. You know, I remember seeing the documentary on this and all yeah. the way through, I kept on saying to myself, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Now, you know, you are close to the industry itself, uh, and you're no stranger to what's involved in putting on big events. Uh, what the hell went wrong? Um, let's start off with the letter A. And we're, oh, what went wrong? Um, everything. Um, not only did he not pay the vendors or the food people up front like they asked to and that they normally do, um, he did a deal with them that they would get paid afterwards. But, of course, there was no money after the festival. Um, so many things went wrong. There, the planes didn't arrive on time. And when they did, um, there was no hotels. There was no housing. The artists didn't show up. Everybody just essentially bailed. Oh, but part of me thinks that they were never actually going to be there in the first place and for the second one i mean good luck getting any vendors or workers because the word is out on him and they're going to want all their money up front because of the way that he messed with the vendors over last time 
But, you know, there'll be a lot of Instagram and TikTok influencers who are going to want to live stream this, good or bad, um, because, you know, everybody will be watching. I mean, the world is always full of gullible idiots who would want to spend their money for just their shining moment in pop culture. And uh, he's going to give it to them so far. But I have another theory about this. Yeah, I'm wondering Um, if your theory is like mine, but go ahead. My theory is is that this isn't even going to happen. Is that what they're they're and look, I'm not a lawyer, don't have any inside information, but I think one of the options of all of this is that he's gonna put the tickets on sale, rake the money in the bank, collect the interest, and then cancel this six months later, give refunds on the principal alone. So he's gonna collect anywhere between hundred and fifty thousand and a couple of million just based on holding people's money again. Well, interest rates are high, and uh, you can have the service charge on that, so who knows? But here's my theory. Um, this this time around is not so much a festival. It's disaster tourism. Oh, that's fascinating. You, you know, like most human beings who turn their neck and want to watch and see that car crash on the other side of the highway. There's something about watching disasters unfold that we can never take our eyes away from something like this. But, you know, if I'm Billy and I'm really serious about doing this, I'm connecting with AEG concerts. I'm connecting with Live Nation. I want the team that's put the Taylor Swift or Elton John concerts together. There has not been one single mention of anybody else that's involved with something like this. And I think that those people that spend their money, uh, they could just be burning it in the end of it. You know, I have to wonder about the personality type it takes to not include some expertise, real expertise in there. It hurt them last time. Uh, This time... Uh, even if uh, you think that, and go with your theory that this is not to take place anyways, but even if uh, it was to take place and there was to have some planning or at least a show of having some possibility of it going ahead, that he would bring in more expertise. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because Billy is already com- he's already mentioned in that video that's already gone viral of him talking about the event that there were offers on the table to bring the festival to places like the Middle East or South America. Um, we've seen in sports, for instance, especially when it comes to soccer and golf, where the the Middle East um, wealthy are putting a lot of money in the hundreds of millions, if not billions, of dollars trying to break into the North American culture. So. There was no reason to think that maybe this would be in Saudi Arabia or maybe in Mexico, where some big money is happily having um, the ability to bring in people for economic and tourism dollars. Um, But, you know, again, there's been none of that so far. All it is is a, a website. Uh, promising the very best in culture and food and music uh, with the first batch of tickets already sold out. Now, I'm kind of a little bit skeptical about that, too. I think that they just said the sold out thing in order to just build the hype. I'm not buying into any of this whatsoever. And in fact, what this does is it kind of gives a bad name to the rest of the music industry and the festivals who really do put on amazing, amazing shows. Oh, I don't know. I think the music industry is pretty separate from that. Uh, and I, I think most people can see the big differences. But I wonder if uh, festivals kind of like Burning Man. I've been to Burning Man before. Wouldn't that yeah. hold really? more cachet? Have you really? 
Yes, of course I have. Oh, what, do you, what do you mean, of course I know, you pull have? back the well, layers of the onion amazing. of Bruce Claggett. But yeah, I've been there, and oh, uh, that was a lot of fun. But uh, And I actually came across Alan Parsons there and talked with him. Um, those things happen. Uh, but <laughs> that was a great ticket. This yeah. is not. No, and it's interesting that you bring up Burning Man, because festivals like that and Coachella... Um, especially the ones that are in the States, they started off pretty small. I mean, Coachella, I think the first year they had 8,000 people, and then it just grew and grew and grew. And thanks to social media, a lot of Hollywood celebrities and influencers started to come on by. That led to more people buying tickets. That led to more money being funded in order to get bigger and bigger artists. Um, So most of these festivals... kind of start off small when you don't have a big giant machine like a live nation behind you that has hundreds and thousands of people working for them with great experience to know how to put on a festival like this. He could have easily gone to one of those people and said, look, I want to be involved. I'm a big music fan. I think I have a lot of ideas on how to blow this up on social media in a good way, but I need to have your face and your name in front of it for the for the trust factor. Could have, should have, and would have. No, indeed. Have to cut it there short for time, Eric, but always a pleasure and uh, looking forward to seeing how this unfolds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Me too. We'll definitely talk soon enough. Eric Alper, publicist, music commentator.